Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, and this is the this is the launch, official launch of the Chris and Sandy Show, and we're really excited about what we're trying to do. Um, we want to thank each of you who are listening, whether it's live, whether it's replay, because this is live. You know, we're trying to do a show here live. We've never done this before, so please bear with us. No, we've never done little... it before, so we're a little nervous, but <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll make so, it through so it. We, so we could have a few boo-boos here and there. Um, but yes. I would also like to thank God on all this because when you connect the dots of our past, it really has led us to this point of the launch of the Chris and Sandy show. Um, we've got you know so much with our story, and over and through the episodes, you'll hear a lot about that. We've got a great show for you today. Um, a lot of it show is going to be two interviews that we're doing, and also so, some small talk of Sandy and I with parts of our stories that we're talking right now. Um, but the basics of this show, what we want to accomplish is we want it to be a fun and inspiring show wrapped around country music. We love country music, but we also love inspiring. I guess you could, in yes, a, yes. In a, I guess you could in a way say that it's a combo of Ty Bentley's show and John Tesh. Inspiring meets fun and country music. That's kind of what we're trying to do here. Um, and speaking of Ty, he actually told us the other, um, recently on a tweet that we're a genius for having the first two guests that we have on, and we we think he's right because our first our oh yeah first super two excited guests, about them. Yep, mm-hmm. our first two guests are going to blow your mind. We got Ashlyn Grace, and then we also got um, Ava Ava Page, and my God, their stories are going to rock your world. If you're not inspired after hearing them, nothing will inspire you. And that's really what our show is going to be about. It's really about inspiring people to live out their dreams, to chase their dreams. Because <clears throat> we all run, we all have struggles out there. And, you know, there's a lot of interviews, a lot of up-and-coming country interviews, a lot of interviews with the big artists. But a lot of the interviews I've noticed have been all about what's going great in their life. We want to flip the switch, and we want to showcase some of the struggles that some of these artists go through, because people never hear this. Uh, they go through – I mean the artists that we're going to be having on, especially today, but uh, every week, have the same struggles that you and I have. You just don't see it because you're not behind the scenes. But when you start getting the behind the scenes, you start seeing things like, wow, they're going through that, but they're still chasing that dream. Since we've been around the whole country music world of the last six years – it has been so inspiring watching a lot of these artists. You know, I've, I kind of grew up around the whole direct sales industry, which is really about positive mental attitude stuff. But it, even in that industry, a lot of people you don't see live it out. Here's the cool part. In, in the whole up-and-coming country artist world, they are living it out because it doesn't matter what happens to them. They are chasing that dream. They have went through so much crap, and you're going to see this through our shows each week. Because again, it's not to glorify their struggles. That's please don't don't um, think we're doing that. We want to glorify God through their struggles, because we want to show you that your chains can be broken through their um, through, through their testimony. Because they all have testimonies and all that. 
and it's been really um, awesome to get getting to know many of these people. And um, I tell you, um, I don't know what else to say to this. Um, this is this is kind of Sandy's dream here. Um, she it loves is. country music. Oh, since I, I was I remember, ten years old, <laughs> love love country music. And and I remember when she when me and her met. I've always loved country music too, but not like her. She is to the extreme, which is good because. And I remember I was one of these people that was brainwashed to believe that you need to listen to all motivational stuff when we first married. And and if you listen to music, you weren't serious about your dreams. So Sandy comes into my life, and all she does is music. And so we had to learn to compromise there where I was like, okay, we'll listen to 50% music, 50% of the motivational stuff. And I think that was a good balance for us. It but was. It taught it taught me a lesson. Since we've been in, around the whole industry and all that, it's, I've been moved. I've, I mean, I didn't realize the power of music. Sandy tried to tell me at the beginning, but music yes, has because power. Music can change lives. Music is powerful. It's healing. Yep, and Sandy always told me all the times that she struggled as a teen. It was the music mm-hmm. that, that helped her get through. It was, and, um, absolutely. And one of the exciting things that we got recently is um, we've partnered with another podcast. Because, again, our word for 2020 is collaboration. That's going to be our key thing. We want to collaborate, collaborate, collaborate through um, the whole 2020. Well, we cl- we're collaborating with a, a podcast, and I'll let Sandy tell you a little bit about that one. Yes, uh, the podcast that we've partnered with is called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. And the Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music from Texas Country, Americana, as well as many Nashville artists. Uh, The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at musicians as they rise in music and talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests that will be on our show will also be on their show. And, again, you can find them at thesportsguyspodcast.com. And here's one of the cool things. Um, Ashlyn, who's on our show today, who will be the first guest, which will be coming up in the next five to ten minutes, um, she's going to be on. If I'm not mistaken, they told me that she'll be on on the eighth. She can confirm that on the on the, Again, we we mm-hmm. really believe in what they're doing. They believe in what we're doing because Absolutely. if you want to compete, if you want to compete in this world of I I guess radio personality, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're small, it's really about collaboration nowadays. I mean, because the big companies have really taken over so much. And just to show you where we've come from here. We actually started in this about six years ago. We um, we were – Sandy always followed my dreams, and she made it her own. 
So I knew how much she loved the songwriting. When I say songwriting, I mean lyric right. Um, we don't do music yet, but we will, we'll learn that side of it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> learn. I still would love to learn to play guitar and piano someday. Same, <laughs> Future same goals. Here. But we write a lot of lyrics. But back then, mm-hmm. we weren't doing that. <laughs> and I told Sandy, since you've followed my dream all these years, I'll follow yours. Let's 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 do some songwriting together. And we wrote over 300 songs in 2000 between 2013 and 2014. Well, I got to realizing if we're ever going to have anything out there, we're going to have to have um, artists that would at least listen to us. Well, we, let's face it, we're small potatoes, so big artists ain't going to listen. So, right. I, I, bingo, I started connecting with a lot of your up and coming country artists and. I started becoming their friends and started hearing their stories, and I'm like blown away at at the dedication to their craft a lot of these up-and-coming singers have, even though they have no idea if it's ever going to work. They, they, have this, they have this goal to just play music. That's what they want to do. That's what they love, and they're striving to make it to the top, and their, their hope is to, of course, make it to the top, but – they don't know if they're going to make it, but they strive anyway. That's the power of faith, of what faith can do. And so I started connecting with a lot of these. And the next thing I know, I'm like, you know, I make websites anyway. I'll just make a website specifically for up-and-coming country, up country artists. So I sat there and made – that's when New Country Buzz was born, which was actually a – New uh, a site before that was a different name, but Sandy came up with New Country Buzz, yes. so I I give her kudos to that. I mean that was awesome, <laughs> and um, <laughs> but she came up with the whole New Country Buzz thing, so we changed the name and started interviewing some people. And um, but in 2015, for personal reasons, we had to kind of uh, shut it down. But before yes. we shut it down, February of 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini when she had a top 30. Thought that that's still one of our coolest moments back then, because again, it I mean, was. we love all the artists, but it's cool to see where she is now. That we got the we got the re- interview her before she's made it big, and that's where we are here. So here, fa- so fast mm-hmm. forward to all these years later, after we shut it down about a year ago, I told Sandy, you know, I feel you know I feel in my heart we've got to finish the job, we got to relaunch, and she was like, okay, let's do it. So we relaunched a little over a year ago. Now New Country Buzz has over or has almost 200 um, artist profiles in the site, and we have over 200 artist news pages because we do news and profiles in our site of the up and coming. So if you ever want to go look at find the next best thing out there, go to newcountrybuzz.com because um, you'll find almost 200 of them that are all good. And we'll be continually ha- adding more. Exactly. Because, again, we're all about New Country Buzz, which then led us to create the name New Country Media, which then led us to – that we're eventually going to do a New Country award show, a New Country Fest, a New new Country clothing line. All these are in the works for 2020, mm-hmm. but before they become in the works, we had to take one more step, and that was the Chris and Sandy show, and that's where we are here. This is our next step. Do we know if this is going to work? We're just like the artists. We have this big vision, but we don't know if this is going to work. We don't know if people are going to like us. I mean, you know, I've had so many of my <laughs> we friends hope they tell do, us, but we don't we know. Really don't. <laughs> but I've had so many of my friends tell us, you know, you know, don't worry about whether people like you. The right ones will. 
that's bingo mm -hmm. to even my artist friends. <clears throat> if they look at social media and they see a negative comment about their singing or something, they're going to take it to heart. But if you, if you just sing for because you love to sing, the right audience will come. And that's how we feel. The right audience will come here. And we want to showcase a lot of these talents <laughs> because, again, they are like really awesome to us and a lot of them has, has become close friends with us you know we've, yeah. we've been embedded we've been embedded so much in, into the country music world that sometime this year we're moving to nashville and that was not in the plans a year ago <laughs> so yeah, that was a changes. huge decision for us <laughs> so god changes everything all of us all of a sudden we start connecting dots and we're like i think we're supposed to be in nashville and sammy's mm -hmm. like you know i think i think you're right so we sat there and you know end up praying over all this and, and and it's weird all every all these dots keep crossing and, and it really feels like even though we're not in nashville we have closer friends in nashville than anywhere in the world it's really cool um like the other day i posted something on facebook asking for where we live in savannah if anybody had an extra mic around let's talk and i'm talking locally um i had a friend of mine in nashville that private messaged me and says i've got an extra mic and i'll mail it to you now, is that not powerful? That's the Nashville community. The Nashville community really, really, really looks out for you. And if you're in that community, they care about you. And that's what we're learning. And, you know, as we're getting here, it's like 2.13, so I guess it's about time to introduce um, Ashlyn. Um, I know she's already on yeah. here, which I will hit her go live in just a second. But this girl has got an awesome mom. <laughs> uh, me and her mom is connected and, and really cool um, I haven't really had a chance to talk to Ashley So this will be kind of the first time that we'll be getting to know her on a personal level So that, that's going to be cool But Ashlyn has got one heck of a voice She's got two songs that we're going to talk about We've got several stories mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about here with Ashlyn And, you know, I tell you And we're going to play two of her songs for you But man, I tell you what This girl is going to be the next Miranda, or no, not the next Miranda. She is that. So she will be. She will be the next Ashlyn, you know, because she's has got it going on. She's got everything that it takes to make it, and she's got the tenacity to pull it off. But I'm going to bring her on now. Let me hit this slide here. <clears throat> are you here, Ashlyn? Hello, I am. How are y'all? I'm doing great. great. Good. You know, Thanks for having me we, on. I'm super excited. And we're 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 sorry that this didn't happen sooner. <laughs> I so many yes, it is good. <laughs> we made it happen though, so that's all that matters. That's yeah, right. That's, so excited to have you on here with us today. Well, so thank you. Of, so let's kind of start out with some fun before we get into any serious stuff. Um, but you know, tell us a little about about what you do for fun, you know, tell us where you're from and, you know, just the basic stuff that people probably don't know. Yeah. So I am from Nashville, Tennessee, actually born and raised in Nashville. So whenever I tell people oh, wow. that, they're always like, yeah, they're always like, you're the unicorn. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I love it. Um, I recently got married or I guess, Fairly oh, recently, wow. I got married September of 2018, so 
That was super exciting, and we got married in Nashville at a very Nashville place, the Loveless. Um, and so oh, awesome. that was, yes, yeah, that was so fun, especially for our out of town guests that could really experience like a true Nashville um, venue and all that uh, while they're in town. And I grow up in a very musical household. My parents are both mm-hmm. in the industry. My little brother's in college for music. And um, oh, wow. my husband doesn't do music, but he had like, once we were together, he like got a guitar and started, you know, dabbling <laughs> around on guitar and he <laughs> actually does photography. And so he does like all my content and oh, wow. um, stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's a great thing I think people miss out there is, you know, you see a lot of big artists, they end up getting big, and then they end up leaving their spouses. And I believe a part of that is because they're not on the same page. A lot of it, I mean, I, I can't imagine being apart from Sandy. We're always together. And, and oh, we've yeah. got the same passions, you know. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times, because you know, in the music world, if you don't understand it, you will hate it as a spouse. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and oh yeah. I believe <laughs> and and it causes a lot of friction in relationships and in marriages. And I believe that when when someone marries someone even if they're not in into the music, if they will get to know the music side and the music business, I think it'll change that marriage. For sure. Oh and yeah, I, my husband is super supportive and he goes to literally like every single show that I have and is at, you know, different events with me and CMA Fest. And he is a champ for, you know, going everywhere with me and sticking it all out. So, yeah. So, um, let's see, since, um, since this show is kind of dedicated to moms because my mom, I wish she was here, but uh, she passed away back in '03, but her birthday was January 3rd. And I thought, what better day Aww. to launch a show and just dedicate it to moms? Tell, because I love Sherry. She is just awesome.
Okay. Um, hello? Can you hear me? I wonder if there's an outage for blog talk. She can't. Oh, boy. But you, could, I, you hear it? Oh, it's talk. What's it saying? I don't hear nothing. Oh, you hear it? I don't hear you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <clears throat> okay, try this. Okay, okay how about that? that? Oh, yeah, there okay, we go. Okay, am I working now? Okay, uh, good. Okay, well, okay. I guess blog talk had an outage here for a second. I guess so, yeah, because I could not hear anything for a couple minutes, but maybe it's working yeah. now. Awesome. I think we're right Ashlyn? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's technical difficulties. Something happened, but maybe it's working now. That, my worst fear just happened. <laughs> yes. Ashlyn? Okay, let's maybe. Okay. Okay, now I'm unmuted. I'm good now. <laughs> okay, there, there you are. Very uh, good. <laughs> oh, so sorry boy. about that. Oh, it's all oh, good. <laughs> we were on a roll too. <laughs> we were. That <laughs> <laughs> that was that's one of my worst fears is the technology. It's like I don't, you know, you just never know how technology is going to work. And now there's that's about, about, I guess about a five minute thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all are doing great. Oh, thank you. But anyway, um, I love your song, I Need to Feel That. I love, love, love that song. Oh, I love that song, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I think it's one of the smartest put-together songs out there. Because, you know, almost every love breakup type song out there, they mask over the pain. And I love the fact Mm -hmm that this doesn't mask over the pain. It's about feeling the pain. And mm-hmm. so that the audience can hear, I'm going to play the song right now. Um, awesome. Here we go. Here, it, here is, um, I need to feel this.
much i really appreciate that so where was the inspiration of that song did you write write it yourself or do you have co-writers on that so i have a co-writer on that evan thompson and actually the story behind the song was i was going through a breakup and Mm -hmm. me being an emotional girl i was pretty upset about it obviously and um I thought I saw the guy out and I came home and I was living like with my family at the time and I came home and I was like, I think I just saw him out. And my dad and my little brother, they were like, don't let him get you down. Like don't waste your time being upset over it. And it's fine and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what, guys, I need to feel this. So I was like, I just need to feel my feelings and, like, be in touch <laughs> with my emotions. And so I had to co-write and everything. And I was just like, I just don't like people telling me how I should feel. And, I mean, obviously, my dad <laughs> and my brother had my best interest. And they were, you know, just didn't want to see me upset over some boy. But um, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I just yeah. need to feel this. And so yeah. that is exactly where it came about. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, some some highlights, the, some moments in your career so far that you've been like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah, Um Goodness, the first thing that comes to mind is getting to play the Bluebird several times. I mean, oh, wow. that is just always such an honor and everything. And um, I've played there, goodness, I think three or four times. And I actually got to play on my 22nd birthday. I was invited by my PRO, which is ASCAP. Um, and they were wanting to represent some of their writers. And um, so I actually got to do around there. And actually this morning, one of the guys I played with, Matt Stell, he was on GMA. And so actually when I was playing at the Bluebird, my guitar went out and so I was having to like pass Matt Stell's guitar back and forth and back and forth because mine was not working but um so that was so funny I was texted mom and dad I was like look who's on GMA I was using his guitar at the Bluebirds last year and um yeah so that definitely just Bluebird all all those performances are always I'm just Mm -hmm. like is this real and um, <laughs> most recently, I did a show at Lipscomb Academy, which is a high school in Nashville. And 
they do these huge, huge, like, concerts and, uh, like, tailgate things before the football game. And mm-hmm. it is just, like, a big community event, and everyone comes out, and they have, like, food trucks and bounce houses for kids and just all this stuff. And so I did a performance there. Um, I did mm-hmm. a full set with my band. And at the yeah. end, when I was getting off stage, um, Cheryl Crow actually came to the back of the stage, and the security guards were like, Ashlyn, uh, Cheryl Crow is asking if she can come get a picture with you. <laughs> And I was oh, wow. like, what? Wow. Shouldn't it be the other way around? And they were like, can we let her up? And I was like, of course you can let her up. I was like, definitely. And so she came up to me and just had such sweet things to say and was so supportive of me. And she asked mm. if we could take a picture and if she could post about me on her Instagram and stuff. And so obviously I was mm. like, well, of course. And um, <laughs> so that was also just so, so cool. Um, so yeah, it, that is another great thing. And uh, well, I'm currently in the running for a major network TV show um, that hopefully mm. I can talk about soon. Um, but okay. <laughs> that has been very exciting too. So yeah, just lots of so, fun things that I am just super grateful for. Now tell us some of the moments where you felt, because I've read your story already, so I know some of the points. But tell me, tell me some of the things where you're like, this is going to be it, and then you're crushed. Because I think people, I think people miss that that happens out there. Oh yeah, and. And tell us how you felt through that. Well, um, so the first thing that comes to my mind when you say that is I was asked to actually open up for a show with Lady Annabellum and Tucker Mm -hmm. Bethard and just all these amazing artists. And it was, well, I'm probably not going to, I shouldn't say who it was going to be sponsored by because I don't want to, you know, bash anyone. But um, I was so excited. I was like, oh, my goodness, all this hard work and all this time I've put into doing music. I was like, I am fine. Not that, you know, the smaller things aren't getting anywhere, but I was like opening up for Lady Mm -hmm. Annabellum and, you know, uh, Tucker, but like all these awesome, awesome people. And so Mm. I had started um, doing rehearsals and getting outfits together, and it was going to be like a huge event. And so long story short, everything fell through, and the whole entire Mm. event got canceled. Wow. And so I was so excited. I remember my parents and my husband, they like – took me out to dinner that night and like got me ice cream and like all this stuff. And then like after everything, they were like, okay, well, we've got to tell you something. And then they laid the news <laughs> on me and I was like, oh, oh. Wow. so Aww. I mean, that was a bummer, but I mean, you know, look, trying to flip it positive, at least I, you know, was in the running to do that. And I got mm. a bunch of great rehearsal time in with, you know, my band and, um, yeah. So, but that was definitely a bummer because I was just Mm -hmm. so excited about it and everything, but it definitely, you know, positive things came out of it. So it's all good. And one of the things I've noticed out there too, is that people miss because Sandy and I are in the same boat. 
you're chasing a dream that only you understand. And you have no idea when that big break's going to happen. And you see people around you that you know, they're being promoted to this and promoted to that. They're moving up in this bigger home. And, all, and, and sometimes you feel like, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I know that we all go through that. And, and I think that people miss that. That when oh, you're yeah. chasing a dream, that, that you sacrifice everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we've never Definitely. had a babysitter. We've never had a babysitter yet. But Caitlin, our little ten month old, is a babysitter right now. So that's kinda hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Aww. laughs> we miss her already. <laughs> now, um let's move on to the whole six oh one story. This one really touched me. The story behind Oh it. yeah. And I'm gonna play it real quick and then we will discuss the story behind it. It's it's amazing, and you know you're awesome. I just got to say that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Gonna, I really appreciate that. We're gonna play six oh one, and then we will be back in a minute. Awesome. Something about twenty five years worth of memories, where hand and footprints are pushed in a wet concrete. Still see daddy's sweat rolling down as he built our treehouse. And hear mama's laugh from her favorite show on TV. I smell a home-cooked meal of tomato pie. I hear my brother scream just to make me smile. I want to stay
why that was written. If you can not yeah. do it without getting too emotional. <laughs> oh, goodness. I am like super emotional, so no promises. <laughs> but, um, uh, we understand. We are too. I'm the same way. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad I have some people on my team. Um, <laughs> but I, goodness, my parents had been saying that they were going to move or like that we as a family were going to move since, I don't know, for years and years and years. I think they started saying it when I was in about sixth grade and I was in college and we still were at the same house that like my mom and dad bought when they got married and they completely redid it. And my dad like did the addition on it. And my dad like hand painted like some molding in our room oh, wow. and like all this stuff. Wow. And um, mm-hmm. then I was in New York visiting my cousin and my little brother called and was like, mom and dad are about to put an offer on a new house. And I was like, what? Like it's like been years and now we're moving. And I didn't really think it was going to hit me at all. Cause I was like, they've been talking about it for so long. Like it's whatever. And um, Mm. then well, fast forward and we moved, but the people we sold our house to they are contractors and so Mm -hmm. they tore the house down and we were coming back from Christmas in Georgia where my dad's side of the family is and I happened to I was like dog sitting or something in that area Mm -hmm. and so I happened to drive by the house as it was getting completely bulldozed and I Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I just lost it. And it obviously bothered me way more than I thought it was going to. And it was just so sad seeing like, you know, our, where, like the, what all the kids do, like, you know, in the Mm. concrete, put your little Mm handprints and my dad had built a like tree house in the back for me and my little brother. And just seeing all of like the hard work and all the memories and everything and kind of just, you know, it just being demolished. And so I was bawling my eyes out and I go to where I was dog sitting at and I like get in the shower and I still can't stop crying. And so I started like humming this melody and then I was Mm. like, I have like half of a song and I literally wrapped a towel around (laughs) me, grabbed my guitar Mm -hmm. And sat on the bathroom floor and just yeah. wrote this song in probably oh, like wow. 20 or 30 minutes. So, yeah, but that's where wow. the title from is the address, <laughs> which was 601. Yeah, that was, you know, I kind of figured that was the address that made sense. Um, but, yeah, that yes. was, I mean, you know, when your mom told us the sto- story in the um, email, then I heard the song. Mm-hmm. It just made total sense. And, it, you know, some people probably wouldn't make sense at first, but knowing the story behind it, wow, that's like, you know, especially 
that you were you end up driving by as they were destroying it. Uh, yes, that was very hard to see for sure. <clears throat> so I hear like Nashville is like a really small town in a big city where everybody knows everybody. How is that like? That is true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you cannot go anywhere. I like like to look cute and like be all like you know, I think it's so fun to have my makeup done and everything, but I also love being in sweatpants and a massive t shirt and throwing my hair up and no makeup on and everything and you if you don't want to be seen like that then you just need to stay yeah. indoors because you <laughs> cannot go anywhere without seeing anyone and oh, I wow. mean even like you'll see you know like Brad Paisley at the movie theater and Keith Urban oh, at wow. the grocery store and Kelsey Ballerini downtown oh, wow. so I mean everyone oh, wow. is just everywhere which is so fun though so um over the last two decades when I guess you could say when the bro country term was invented it's been mm-hmm. really hard for women to break through since that term. You see this next decade changing it. You know, I think so. I just see so many girls coming together and really empowering each other. And I don't know if y'all, I think it was a CMA awards. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. um, y'all, well, I'm, I'm almost positive it was the CMA awards. I'm um, not sure if y'all watched it, but how there yeah, was like did. a whole thing on the mm-hmm. yeah. How there was this whole thing on the country music, um, when the women in country music, and I just see you know there's certain like I've been a part of several rounds that are all about you know the girl power and mm-hmm. uh, like during CMA Fest I was a part of an event called the Nashville or the Rising Women of Nashville, <laughs> and oh, wow. um, there's a event in Nashville called Song Suffragettes, which is all the about girls in the music industry and their songwriting and performance. And um, I just, yeah, I, I think it'll change. I think that, you know, there's so much girl power and everyone's so encouraging and uplifting towards one another too. So I hope it changes. Yeah. yeah if you could spend 30 minutes, with the country artist, or really any artist, but with an artist, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would your first question be? Oh, that is a really hard one. Um, oh, that's such a hard one. You know, my first one that comes to mind is probably Dolly Parton. Um, I grew up listening to a bunch of her songs and mm-hmm. my dad is a huge huge Dolly fan and so she was definitely like a staple in the music um wor- world for us and uh and also Taylor Swift I think that she's really done well I know she's more pop now but um I think she you know does a great job in her music but also helping out other people and using mm-hmm her fame mm-hmm. and her spotlight and everything to really help out others. Um, what would my question be to them though? Oh my <laughs> goodness. That is a really tough one. Um, you just like maybe, to know Oh yeah, definitely. And just see any advice they have, whether it be songwriting yeah. or, 
you know, performing. Um, I mean, I think that you can just learn a lot from, you know, watching them perform and listening to their songs. And Mm -hmm. I just love like their vulnerability in their music and everything, but that was a tough one. You, you got me. You got me with that one. So back to when we when we got cut off the air for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. um, we were talking about the one great mom story. Yes. So tell oh, us are one you all there? Story. Oh, yeah, there you here. are. Okay. Yes, Perfect. we're here. Perfect. Oh, that's also a hard one because y'all know my mom and she is <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I guess they're kind of a bunch of little stories in one, but mm-hmm. one thing that really comes to mind when I think of my mom is that she's very selfless and mm-hmm. she is willing to go out of her way and go above and beyond to help out anyone like in any aspect or just to make their day or even their life better um some things that so my mom was with sony for almost 30 years and just during her time at sony um one thing that really just hits me and you know it's just so sweet of my mom and everything there was this little boy that had cancer and he absolutely loved carrie underwood like loved her And so my mom worked with Carrie and um, my mom was in touch with this little boy's mom and my mom was able to get this little boy and his family to a Carrie Underwood concert and Mm. was able to let them go backstage and hang out with her and get pictures together. And um, that was several years ago and my mom still keeps in touch with them to this to this day and so I mean that's just like you know it might be a simple thing for my mom to do but for that little boy it just you know made his world and he was so excited and just like she's very on another note she's just always wanting to give people chances and Mm -hmm. this one lady reached out to her when she was at Sony and um she had just moved to Nashville and like her dream job was to work in the music industry. And my mom, yeah. one, part of her job was to put all of the like CMA awards and ACM awards and all that to help with that and put on all the after parties. And so this lady reached out to her and was like, can I please, please do like an after party or an event or something in the music industry. And my mom, like, didn't know this lady or anything and my mom was like sure like all like let's see you know how it goes and my mom gave this lady a shot and she did great and she's done stuff for Miranda Lambert and I mean CMA awards and ACM awards and Mm. it's just because my mom took one shot on this lady and her dream job was to do like cupcakes and stuff like that for you know events in the music industry now she has done all a ton of different events and um she actually did my like cakes and cupcakes and everything for our wedding and she reached out to mom and she was like I just want to do that because you took a chance on me and like I am so appreciative of it and so 
Yeah, I just think my mom is very selfless, and she just goes out of her way to, you know, make others feel like they're supported and heard. And um, even if it's something like for me, I mean, whenever she goes to the store, she'll pick up my favorite snack and drop it off. Or she'll like, like literally a little while ago, she came and dropped off a $20 bill to like, I'm going out of town later. And she's like, fill up your gas tank on me. And just, she just does so many little like small things that, you know, really, they're, they might seem small, but they make such a difference in, you know, whether it be my life or other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, because I know yes, since I've absolutely. met her, she's given us a chance, too. Of course, us being mm-hmm. brand new, you know, we could be anybody. We could, you know, we could get on the air and just destroy people, you know. <laughs> you know? We're not going to do I, that. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And, Y'all are. Y'all are. <laughs> and, you know, oh, thank you. we – appreciate what she's done and you know because we're all in not with just this show but the whole new country media thing because we really believe that the up-and-coming country artists is where the future's at and nothing against your blakes and your mirandas and all that they're all we love them too yeah (laughs) oh yeah there needs to be some new blood out there Mm -hmm. and it's like country radio is really not letting new blood through so we want to be able to help mm-hmm. the, them get through, at least even if it's through the Internet, you know, at least, you know, yeah. if the show be, become big enough, then, you know, then we could give them some clout. Because, again, you know, which we have noticed this year, we were looking at some of the p- different people that started playing on um, country radio this year that was and like, oh, they haven't it about six or seven kind of through this year, which is unusual. So maybe mm-hmm. we're starting to see a breakthrough where where the up-and-coming person can actually have a shot, and that's what we want to do. We want to give people, you know, we, we, plus we love their story. We love your story. I mean, it's really awesome. Well, thank yeah, you. And, and if you'll go back to Mommy, little Chris, always, he, we, we're a family show, so he always wants to say something uh, on the show. You want to go to Mommy real quick? Oh, <laughs> yes, he would love to ask one question. We're family-run show yes. here. We'll, we'll give him a chance to. Come here, Chris. I have the biggest heart for kids so I uh, thought it's so fun and I've seen pictures of your sweet family and your kiddos and so so sweet I love it oh thank you and here he is here's Christopher he's gonna say hi hi Austin hello Christopher how are you I'm doing good thanks for coming on here today what do you want to ask? Hey, I, so, uh, so uh, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. Okay, what's your favorite cartoon? <laughs> oh, my favorite cartoon. Oh, I would probably have to say Tom and Jerry. Have oh, you ever seen yeah. Tom and Jerry? I don't know if he. I don't think he has. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness! Don't, they don't air those it much. is. Yeah. It really doesn't. I actually, like I said, I love kids, and I was with a little girl yesterday, and we watched Tom and Jerry. It is so good. It is so silly. So you will definitely have to check it out for sure. We'll have to, we'll have to get some DVDs of the show. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I guess what's my favorite I think that cartoon. some on Netflix. What yeah, is your favorite yeah, cartoon? Uh, my favorite cartoon is SpongeBob SquarePants. 
<laughs> that is my second favorite one. I love SpongeBob too. Me and my little brother used to watch that every morning while we were eating our breakfast before we went to school. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a really funny one. Thank you for talking to me. It was great meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he enjoyed that so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> so sweet. Hopefully, we'll we can let him get on for the future. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, that's some of the things of you know one of the reasons we want to move to Nashville. There's so much opportunity mm-hmm. even for kids there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, that music and children are like my two favorite things in the whole world. And my husband and I actually met teaching at a um, four and five year old class at our church. And I nanny for so many families and I just absolutely love kids. So there's so many great things, you know, for kids to get plugged into in Nashville. And I just love it. So as we wrap this um, conversation up, um, what's one piece of advice you would give someone who's either just getting started on a music career or, they, or they've started already, but they're just going? That maybe Goodness. you wish somebody had gave you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it sounds so cliche, but just don't give up. I mean, there's, you get told no so many times and there are just so many twists and turns and you know things that are so unorganized and not put together but you just have to keep on pushing and um know that you know you're in it for the right reasons and you do it because you love it and um also be true to yourself and not you know let people tell you who you should be or who you're supposed to be. And uh, I mean, that's what I like to do with my songs too. It's like, you know, other people may not get the importance behind 601 or anything, but it's like, that's really important to me. And that's something I want to say and I want to put out in the world. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's very important to just be yourself and, you know, let others in and it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. And, yes, you know, absolutely. And, you know, we really enjoyed this. We could probably talk we all did. that long. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I know y'all well, have we're so, so many glad you could be part of our first show here. Well, I am honored. So thank you guys so much. I know y'all have so many exciting new things coming up. So I wish you guys all the best. And I hope to officially meet you guys in person. You know, y'all should totally come up to Nashville. I'll give y'all the full tour. And we'll go to some oh, cool that places. Fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like I would love that a lot. Yes. Awesome. And, but um we'll um but we'll definitely um we're hoping to come up there around spring. So we are. Um, spring or that, summer, somewhere around that time period. Y'all should totally come up in the summer for CMA Fest. CMA Fest is the best. Yeah, that's on the (laughs) best time to plan. Hope to be there. Yes. Awesome. Well, Well, we we definitely appreciate you, and we look forward to maybe in six months or even less to having you back on the show. Uh, And maybe there won't be no. And maybe there won't be no pauses. (laughs) 
<laughs> no technical <laughs> difficulties. I told Sandy yes, before we, we started, I was like, I don't fear the talking. <laughs> I fear the tech, technological side. Oh, yeah. Right. Some parts kind of so tricky, we can't no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, but we appreciate you, and we appreciate your mom. We appreciate everything she does and you do. But we would love to have you um, on again. And, you know, let's keep t- let's touch base again soon. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. And thank you guys again for all your support. And I'm super excited that y'all are getting to talk with Ava Page after this. She is so, so great and so insanely sweet yes, and yes, talented. Really so awesome. I know y'all have a great time. Oh, yes. We're looking forward to it. <laughs> all right. So yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, oh, Ashlyn. We appreciate you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. As as everybody sees who's still with us, we had a little five, I guess what four or five minute pause. Um, we did. You just never know what our worst you just nightmare. Never know. Like you said, uh, yeah. My mm-hmm. worst nightmare was uh, pause the technological. <laughs> so I, w- I wasn't worried about talking. I got that. Um, I, oh yeah, know, like he I does told, have that. He can talk all day long. <laughs> like I told Sandy, my, with my passion for talking and her passion. For country music, we mm-hmm. got this. And um, but we anyway, um, I seen I see Ava just popped in here, so I'm looking forward to seeing. Now, for those of you that don't know who Ava Page is, oh my God, um, she's probably one of the most tenacity people I've ever seen. She's got more perseverance in her 15 oh, yes. year old self than you will meet with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. She's battling something that we'll discuss a little bit once uh, once we get on there and all that um but she's battling she's a, has a battle ahead of her and it's really tough for even me to talk to us <laughs> about this because you know my mom that passed away because of cancer so it's really tough for me and sandy had cancer as a teenager so you know yes, at 19 mm-hmm. so when we discuss this, it's going to be really tough for us, but we know it's going to be tough for Ava. But, you know, she is awesome. She's got one heck of a voice. Um, she's, mm-hmm. not letting, she's not letting a diagnosis stop her dream. She's still chasing that dream. And I'm about to bring her on because she's on now. Um, let me hit it live. Hello. Are, are you Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. We're doing um, good. <laughs> we had a little blunder with, with right in the middle with Ashland. I guess it was the blog talk um, radio platform, I guess. All of a sudden it went blank. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so we hope that doesn't don't you happen love, anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't you love technology till it don't work, right? Yeah, right, I, absolutely. I, I was telling Sandy this morning, I'm like, I don't fear the talking. We'll get through that. If we make boo-boos, we make boo-boos. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get what you get with me. Um, but I fear the technology because we have no control over that. Oh, yeah. You know, it is what it is. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, as, you know, we'll get to some of, the, of course, the heavier stuff later. But, you know, let's start with a little fun. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, hobbies, things you enjoy outside of music. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Ava Page. 
I am uh, 15 years old and born and raised uh, right uh, born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I'm one of the rare unicorns they call us because not many people were born here. Ashland, same way. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we joke around and say that we're in the unicorn club. Um, right. But uh, things I, um, I you know absolutely love music, of course. But uh, other things I enjoy uh, being outside. You know, uh, we live on the lake, so I love to go fishing and uh, love to be outdoors and um, just. Uh, yeah, I like to I like to draw and I like I don't know, just fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so since this is our first I like show, to golf. Oh wow. Oh awesome. But, you know, are you any good? Um I don't I'm definitely not the best, but I'm not the worst. I mean <laughs> granted I haven't played in a while, but uh I've been playing since I was like five. Um, oh, wow. We oh, have wow. an awesome. we have an amazing country club out where we live called Old Hickory Country mm-hmm. Club, and um, mm-hmm. we are lifetime members there, and it's wonderful, and I love it. Oh, that's great. So, um, this is our first show, and my mom actually passed away. I think we still don't really know why back in 2003, but we think that her cancer came back. And um, oh. so we're kind of dedicating this show to her and other moms. Yeah. So tell us, you know, your mom seems really cool. I haven't really got a chance to chat with her a little bit, but from what I can gather, she's really awesome. Um, tell us a oh mom story. Gosh. Or or a couple, so, it don't matter. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I have plenty. Um, my mom <laughs> is probably the best mom ever. Um, she She is so patient and so – just absolutely wonderful, and she's not in the room, so I swear she's not looking at me while I'm saying this, but uh, <laughs> seriously, I, I can genuinely not thank her enough for everything. I mean, um, from, you know, uh, without really getting to the heavy stuff, I mean, uh, being in the hospital and her always being there for me and uh, helping me get up and go to the restroom every hour when I couldn't, didn't have the strength wow. to, uh, to get up out of the bed. Wow. And mm. um, even be- even before all the sickness and stuff, um, mm. she would sit in the car and wait. I would have literally 10-hour days with uh, back-to-back co-writes and then a gig, and she would just be oh, waiting wow. in the car. And uh, Because I, I can't drive myself. I'm not old enough. Mm. So, yeah. um, right. I mean, she she's just she just is wonderful. She's patient and they're very incredibly supportive of everything that I do. And just, I, I couldn't have asked for a better mom. So, oh, on that, your, that um, so, awesome. so uh, when you look at your music career at this point, before we go to the other side of it, what are some of the highlights that you can point to and say, wow, that was an amazing moment. Oh boy. Um, Especially now, um, you know, I will say can- cancer sucks, but the people that you meet through th- through this organization is absolutely incredible. Um, I I have had in we we were doing a little um, uh, a year thing for 2019 since it just uh, turned 2020, and mm-hmm. um, my year has been insane. 
Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean this this year uh, I won a Nashville Scenes Best Singer Songwriter um, recently, and uh, that was wow. crazy. Um, <laughs> with through Vanderbilt and um, the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, um, mm-hmm. uh, I got to do the uh, Cheers for Children um, um, uh, <laughs> fundraiser mm-hmm. over at the uh, over mm-hmm. at the. Um, I forget what hotel it was at, but uh, I got to Chip Eston opened up for me, which was pretty cool. Oh wow! Um, I joke, I joke wow. around saying that. I joke around saying that, but he's super <laughs> sweet. Uh, he's amazing. But um, I've got to meet some of my um, heroes recently, like Ashley McBride, uh, Brandon Clark, yeah. and uh, a few others, and uh, uh, Carly Pierce, Michael Ray. And um, they, they've been so wonderful, and so many people have reached out. Uh, funny story, when I was in the hospital, the day that I left, Garth Brooks mm-hmm. was supposed to come visit. And oh, wow. uh, he sent a lady down to say hello. So there's been a lot of crazy <laughs> wow. things that have happened this year. But um, I'm, I'm very honored, and thanks to all the people that have supported me. But, uh, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. <laughs> now, that moment that the doctor – said you have what you have what what went through your head well <clears throat> um it's got to be tough it's, entire... I mean, it's tough for an adult but it's got to be really oh, tough yeah. as a teen well the whole diagnosis was very 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 sudden i mean um i mean i was feeling a little bit of the symptoms when we didn't really know what was going on it was a progressive mm-hmm. thing for about two months mm-hmm. where i was just getting tired and um just not having a lot of energy to move around. And uh, so we started eating cleaner, like working out and stuff, thinking it was that, Mm -hmm. but it just got progressively worse. And uh, actually two days before I got diagnosed, I was in Texas singing for Cook's Children's Hospital, um, singing for the cancer kids over in Texas. So um, that whole Texas trip, I had a great time, but, you know, something was just up. My energy was so Mm -hmm. depleted. I was getting pale. Um, Mm -hmm. so when we came back, I visited my pediatrician and, um, she ran my counts and ran it twice because it was so out of whack and, Mm -hmm. um, they didn't know what it was. They thought it might've been a virus, might have been mono Mm -hmm. or fifth disease or something, but, um, leukemia was an option. So they sent us to Vanderbilt and when Vanderbilt, um, looked at it, when six doctors come in and close the door, it's not a virus. So, um, there was, um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of emotions run through your head when you get told that you have cancer because cancer was never really a thought in my head yeah. that I would have it. Like, I had friends yeah, that had yeah, cancer yeah. And, and, and stuff like that, but, you know, I never thought that my life would turn so drastically. But, um, you know, we we had our moment. We, I mean, we all of us cried. My whole family was there. We bawled our eyes out for a few minutes, and then I said, okay, let's get through this. What can we do to start? Yeah. And that's, that's just the mindset that you have to have because, you know, it's it's rough, It's it, but it is what it is, and just I want to fight and uh, get through it. Because the thing I'm impressed right. with the most that you see is most people, they put everything on hold once they get that diagnosis. Not you. You actually went the other way, it looks like. <laughs> Instead of putting everything on hold, yeah. you went full force. And yeah, um, you just don't see that. Sorry, 
Yeah, um, we still have to be careful, of course. Like, um, you know, currently I am, I'm like always neutropenic, which means my, my um, immune system is very compromised and down. But, mm. um, you know, when we were in the hospital for the first time, uh, that first in, uh, leukemia is a little different than other cancers. Um, mm. we, I have a three-year treatment plan. And uh, the first 40 days, they want to get you in remission as fast as possible. And, um, you know, they allow you to go home, but um, when, uh, if you ever, like, spiked fever or have to go to the ER, they put you right back in, and you're not allowed to go home until you're in remission. And we had a lot of setbacks, and when I mean a lot of setbacks, I mean a lot of setbacks. Uh, we figured out that I had a mutation of leukemia called hypodiploid. Um, we had a fungus start to grow, and that put us back, and a few other things. But the one thing that we kept saying is, you know, you've got to get your life back. You can't let cancer take away everything. It can knock you down, Amen. but you always have to keep a level. So, yeah. um, so even when we were in the hospital, I tried to sing, and I tried to, you know, invite friends over. And, and the national mu- music community is so incredible. Oh, my gosh. Um, so people would come and they would sing and they would encourage me and it it was just incredible. And, um, even now, you know, I, I luckily am out and, uh, currently in eight month um, chemo cycle, but I get to do it, uh, partially at home, partially in the hospital and, uh, we're trying our best on my best days to, you know, get back writing, get back performing because that's, that's my passion Mm -hmm. and that's what keeps me going. Yeah, because Sandy, she, at 19, ended up with cancer. Yes, I had Hodgkin's lymphoma when I was 19 years old. I had eight months of chemo treatments then, and and thanks to God, I've I've never had a recurrence since then. So cancer-free for about 20 years now, 20-plus years. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Seriously. So um so what was um we're about to go into the little song that you wrote a love, love, love that comes in. And oh, yeah, great that, song. And I understand that it was right before the diagnosis. Let us listen to the song for the audience and then we'll we can discuss the song right after. Yes. All right. So so here is Ava's song. Hope comes in. That's when hope comes 
I know that was before the diagnosis. What was the inspiration of that song? So um, I wrote that song with uh, two very, very talented songwriters, uh, Jeffrey East and Bobby Simpson. And uh, we were actually at a writer's retreat. And um, Mm. everyone um, has breakfast together, and then we separate into our groups and start writing and stuff. And uh, everyone was talking about, you know, where they started out and uh, where they are now. And uh, there were some very, very deep and inspiring stories that they tell. And so um, we walk into our writing group, and uh, Jeffrey's already on his phone doing something. And he says, hey, I have this idea from breakfast. It just popped into my head. And it's, you know, all, all these things that happen, but, you know, everyone is where they are now, and that, that's when hope comes in. And I'm like, yes, we're writing that now. And um, <laughs> you don't really know why you write things sometimes, but um, you learn you why. Yeah, it, it's um, I learned why I wrote that song. And uh, sometimes you think you're writing for other people, but, but that song really ended up being for me. And um, kind of become your anthem. Absolutely. Because there's been troubles and there's been, you know, really, really rough times. But, um, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot at the end of the tunnel, and you just got to keep going. And everybody can really relate to that song because, you know, even, you know, I went through 19 years of addictions until God healed me 12 years ago. But even through that, I couldn't give up. And, you know. Absolutely. And it's like when you're at your end, that's when hope comes in. I love that, you know, because, mm-hmm. again, you know, no, everybody has struggled. There's no, there's, if somebody says that, that nope, they've never had struggles. Then you know they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really. we all have. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has deep, heavy struggles. And I really believe that if if country radio would ever run that song, it it would move so many people. Yes, it's Thank so you. inspiring. <clears throat> so now pushing to a little bit more positive stuff. Um, I hear that Nashville is really just a small town in a big city. What is that like? Since ever, everybody seems to know each other. Oh yeah, and, and you you nailed it on the on the saying there. <laughs> I, I always say that Nashville is such a big small town. That that's basically <laughs> what it is. I mean, um, everybody knows each other, and um, it's such a supportive community, and um, it, it's absolutely incredible living here. 
and uh, I was very, very fortunate to be born here and um, have grown up around this. And mm. um, I mean, if I'm being honest, without the community that I've had with mm-hmm. with everyone and with um, without all the support that they've given me, I don't think I I would be where I am now, uh, still performing out and stuff. Because genuinely, uh, at a point (laughs) when I was, uh, Mm -hmm. we were in the hospital for uh, about a month and a half straight, um, Mm -hmm. and um, people people came and there were people there every day and you know the receptionist um, down at the um, that let everyone in was like, I need to meet this Ava Page girl because she has so many visitors. (laughs) And um, so it, it it was it was kind of crazy because um, somebody said on on Facebook that uh, the best writers round is Ava Page's uh, hospital room, and um, wow, and, and it's there's there wow. so many people, and um, I, if you actually go to my uh, Facebook, you could see, but um, the, one of the first uh, first few days that we were in um, admitted. We uh, mm. got a um, a, a baby Taylor guitar, mm. and uh, everyone who came had to play the guitar and sign it. So oh, wow. <laughs> um, we have hundreds of names on this little guitar, and uh, it's it's definitely a uh, a very special a special thing for me. And uh, yeah, it, it, Nashville is just incredible. Yeah, that's one of the things I've noticed. Just even though we're not in Nashville yet, we will be. <laughs> um, but I feel like I have stronger friends in Nashville than I do here locally. Um, <laughs> I've got like one strong friend locally, but outside of that, it, it, it's crazy. Like like recently, and I told this um, to Ashlyn earlier too, but recently I posted on Facebook about needing an extra mic, and I was looking for someone locally um, here in Savannah, Georgia. And I pitched it out there. Does anybody got an extra mic right now for for podcasts and stuff? And one of my Nashville friends private messaged me and says, "I've got one. I'll mail it to you. What's your address?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just you just don't get that in any type of other community. We're Nash. <clears throat> it's just it's such an amazing community, and you know the, the there there are people here. Um, you know, you always hear in the industry, there's people who try to screw you over, but there's a lot of people who want you to succeed. Um, exactly. You know, you know, for every bad person, there's 20 good, and yeah. it's 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 an incredible just group of industry professionals and songwriters and singers and performers, and mm-hmm. it just everyone here is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, because that's one thing again, like I've noticed is you know it's. When they rallied around you, because uh, I've watched uh, – I'm Facebook friends with probably a 1,000 people or more in Nashville. I'm not there. Um, but I see a lot of posts from a lot of other people, and they all rally around you when all this happened. And it's uh, an amazing thing to see because, again, you know, like, like with that, Sandy and I, it seems like no in the, no industry wants to accept it. I've, we've done so many different things since we've been married over oh, 17 have. years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it seems like we are the most accepted within the whole country music scene. And that's what I think that's what's made us push even harder to say, you know what? 
we need more of that, you know. And it's realized that this is our place. This is this is where we want to be. And and that's, and you know, and with two kids, Nashville just makes sense because there's so much opportunity, not just for us, but for kids there. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, two amazing, three amazing schools right in the area. Amazing hospital, amazing community. I mean, it's a safe town and. It's just incredible. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so the last few decades, um, since the kind of bro country coin got um, picked, put out there, I've noticed that, you know, because back in the 90s, it seemed like country radio really did allow women to go through. But since the whole bro country explosion, it seems it's been really difficult over the last two decades for women to break through in country radio. Do you see this new decade as that changing? Um, I think everything in the music industry changes slow. Um, (laughs) You know, they say that bro country's gone, but, you know, that they mean it's gone in a couple years. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, I I really, I really do think that times are changing and uh, you can hear the shift and you can, um, hear the shift of songs being written and hear the songwriters mm-hmm. being um, mm-hmm. aware of these shifts. And mm-hmm. um, I really think that, you know, it, it's coming back. And um, that's good. Um, especially with the new CMAs and, um, you know, very incredibly talented uh, female uh, writers and singers coming up, you know, like Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride and Brandy Clark and, um, Tingle Towns and, you know, all these mm. people who are so unique and, um, and, um, I- I'm excited personally. <laughs> so if you could sit with, um, any, whether really country artists is what I'm looking for, but really any artist, if you can't, if it's, if a regular artist really is what you would sit with, but if you could sit with any artist dead or alive, who would it be? And what's the first question you'd ask them? Okay, uh, anyone who knows me immediately knows this answer, but uh, Chris Stapleton. Oh, wow. Um, I'm oh, awesome. a huge, huge Chris Stapleton fan, uh, always been, and um, I would I would have to ask him a lot of questions, admittedly. Um, I mean, uh, but uh, probably the first one is how do you balance what you do? Because his um, touring style and such mm-hmm. is what I want to do. Because um, yeah. he he's an he's an artist. He produces things. Yeah. Um, and he releases things and tours around. But he's also a songwriter, and he writes mm-hmm. incredible songs for all different yes, kinds of people. And mm-hmm. that that's the balance that I want. Because I love performing and stuff, but I love songwriting as well. And uh, I can't have one without the other. And uh, I want to know how he balances that crazy two different worlds. So oh, wow. that would be interesting. Yeah, my our little boy likes. We, we're a family-run business, and of course, our yes, little Caitlin, she's ten months old, so she can't do anything. But but we try to get him on. So, little Chris, you want to go back there? He's going to ask you a question. All right. <laughs> well, we always future interviewer here. <laughs> All right. We're, we're training him right. But yeah, he he Hi, loves country Liz. music. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Hi. Hey, who's your favorite cartoon? 
Uh, say that again. <laughs> What's your favorite cartoon? What's my favorite cartoon? Oh, that's a hard one. You see, I watch a lot of cartoons. I like I like animation oh. stuff. So um, I would probably have to say and recommend this cartoon to everyone. But uh, it is called Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mm. I watched this as a kid, and I still watch it. Find clips on YouTube, and it is a really good series, and I highly recommend wow. it. Wow. So tell her yours. Uh, okay. What's your Thank favorite you for cartoon? To me. Uh, uh, well, my, my, well, mine. Okay. Uh, well, mine is SpongeBob. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he loves SpongeBob. He can't get enough of it. <laughs> oh yeah, that show's been on how many years? Um, it's been forever. Huh? Yep. Bye. Bye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, always got to yeah, include the little one. He he loves talking too. <laughs> but, so as we wrap this thing up here, I've got one last question. Um, mm-hmm. I know you're you're young, so this you know it's a little different here. But if someone was just starting out in music, and you've done a lot of stuff, even though you are young, but you've done a lot of stuff. If someone was just starting out, what's one piece of advice that you would give them that you wish someone would have gave you? Um. So. Let's see. So I will say this, and I always say this, and lucky enough, I had an amazing mentor that did teach me this, and mm. um, and she she's wonderful, by the way. Uh, to all the songwriters <laughs> listening, highly recommend Global Songwriting Connections. Uh, Sharice Boltori runs that. She's wonderful, and I love her very dearly. Um, <laughs> but the number one thing I would tell anyone who wants to produce uh, pursue a career in music, whether that's artistry, songwriting, or industry, is networking. That is number one absolute. I mean, come to the town, and again, it's such a knit community that if you get a buzz talking about you, then every then it spreads, and that's how you yeah. get writing opportunities. That's yeah. how you get meeting mm-hmm. opportunities, and mm-hmm. you just meet some great mm-hmm. people that can help you along your way. So networking is number one thing that everyone should do. Yeah, I've always, you know, you always used to hear, and I, I kind of add my own twist to it, but you always hear people say, it's who you know that makes the difference. I don't agree with that. It's really who knows you. Yes. And and that's the, because mm-hmm. again, you could know people, but if they don't know you, they're not going to put your name in somebody else's place. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, you're right, networking, and it really don't matter what industry you're in, but yeah, music, from what we've seen, the connections we've made in the last six years has been just amazing, you know, connecting with a lot of up-and-coming artists. And we've been connected to people that I would have never imagined being connected with, and you're one of them. You know, it's really awesome being connected to you. And um, yes. But networking is everything in music, and, you know, that's one of the things we want to let people know about the show is that you have to be all in. Because I, I think some people think, well, I can just play with music, and if it works, that's great. But if it don't work, I've oh, got no. this job over here. And that doesn't work. 
It never will Absolutely work. Absolutely not. You know, <laughs> I, you know that's, that's something right. I've been impressed with with a lot of these artists. Is it's like you know I've been around a lot of different industries, and even the direct sales industries where they're all about this positive mental thing and all that, and that's great. But one thing I've noticed about the up and coming country, or really up and coming artists, independent artists, period. It's not necessarily, it's not just about the positive mental attitude. It's that they are living it. They are out oh, there yeah. chasing their dreams. They're not letting anything stop them, even cancer. And that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, <you're, laughs> and, and and I believe you'll be you know that when you be beat the cancer, and I, I believe you will. I mean, I don't think <laughs> the enemy can't come against you. I already see that. <laughs> yeah. And and I believe once you get through all of this and as you grow, I really believe you will be one of the top people that people look up to in the next, in the years to come. I have zero doubt in that. You know, you've got a beautiful voice. You've got you're such a talented songwriter on top of that. And because usually pe- people either can write really good or they can sing really good. Very seldom do you have both and you've got both. Oh, thank you. And we just want to wrap it up and we want to thank you for your time. We hope to have you on oh, the show yeah. maybe in next three to six months again so we can see mm-hmm, where the progress absolutely. is going. And we'll probably be better at this because this is the first show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you for being on our first show. We really appreciate it. Of course. It. I'm, I'm so excited to see what y'all do next. So I'm pumped. I know that it's yeah. going to be great. So. Well, we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we're and looking forward sure to, to the rest of the year to see what it brings. And, and be be sure to listen to the first interview with Ashlyn because it, it was really awesome. And now there's oh, some play, place in there where everything went because I told Sandy, you know, <laughs> I love to talk. I love to talk anyway. So I can get he through does. this. No big deal. If if something mm-hmm. goes silence, I'll make up something. <laughs> um, so I'm not worried about the talking side. I was worried about the technological side. What you know, because we have no control over that. And sure okay. enough, yeah. right in the middle of the interview with Ashlyn, everything went blank. Everything. For oh, about two or three minutes. Yes. And Scary. luckily, she was still <laughs> trying to make it work. We were trying to make it work, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, we all got connected again. And like, ah, there you are. There you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so of course, it had to happen on our first show. But you know, we went of through course. it. We made it through it. But again, we, we appreciate. Mm-hmm. We appreciate everything that you're about, and we really appreciate that what you do. And and the giving back that you do, even with all the cancer, you know, keep it up. We will, de- you, you know, we definitely got our eyes on you. Yeah, oh, thank you, and, and th- thank you for inviting me. I'm honored to be on the first show. So, uh, <coughs> and I'm excited to come back. All right, uh, well, we, we look forward to, to it. Real soon. Can't wait. Yes. Okay. So, everybody, we did it. <laughs> we pulled, Sandy and I pulled off our first Chris and Sandy show. For those of you that actually made it through the whole thing, or even if you made it at the end, it don't matter, um, go back and listen to the whole thing. There's about a two- or three-minute segment, maybe five minutes. I don't know how long it was. Yeah, somewhere in there. there, two to five minutes, but small. Be sure to listen to the whole thing. It was really awesome. But if this is the type of stuff that you'd like to hear, the behind the scenes of the artists and all that. Um, 
then you know this is this is what we're going to do every Friday. Um, we look forward to you meeting all these artists. You know, because of a little pause, it messed us up on some of our timing of stuff. Um, but it my goal would be on and off in 90 minutes, and we're right about not, mm-hmm. we're a little over 90 minutes actually. Um, so we will add some of the other stuff next week. But until next week, go live your dreams. Don't let anybody steal your dreams, especially yourself, because you deserve it, and the world deserves it, because the world deserves to see what you can do. Go out there, live it, pursue it, don't procrastinate, and run with it. And next week, we'll have two new guests, Ricky Gunn and yes. Stephen John Simone. Simone. Really awesome two guys. So two guys we'll have got coming up next week. So be sure oh, to we, we look forward to talking to them. It's going to be a great show. And we have a birthday theme next week because yep, of next two birthdays birthday in our family. Be, yep, next Friday <laughs> will be Sandy's birthday. And the next day is little Chris's birthday. He'll be eight. So we want to say have a great week, have an awesome time, and go live your dreams. And, and thank we'll you for tuning you. in. <laughs>